0: Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And that's going to be about as hype as you're really going to hear me get on this particular episode, which I'm going to try to keep as short as possible because, as you can see by the title, it's called R. Kelly Black's Final Thoughts. Once again, just disclaimer, you know, it's the uh, end of September. That pollen has literally dropped again. People don't realize that, but pollen kind of does this thing in the spring and in the fall, and you never see it in the summer and the winter. Uh, if someone hasn't been able to move their car, you can see it collecting on people's cars. So that's why I get filled up with a little bit of mucus. So you may hear me clearing my throat a little bit. I thank you guys for being patient, because that's how my episodes have been throughout this uh, whole month of September. But it hasn't been anything too distracting, because I am a professional. But I call it Final Thoughts because even though I'm not a part of R. Kelly's family, entourage, or even official fan club, I'm just someone that has been supporting his music since day one, I'm mentally exhausted with the antics and the news. You know, when it came to R. Kelly, like most R&B singers, because I'm a hip hop first, R&B second type of guy. So if you're doing R&B, you got to have something really special going on for me to bump your shit. Back when he was coming out, you know, uh, people that caught my eye were Boys to Men, uh, Jodeci. Drew Hill, Mary J. Blige, um, a few little acts here and there, which I'm not gonna waste time on, and then of course R. Kelly. R. Kelly, I'm 39, so I don't mind showing my age. R. Kelly, an artist where a few times I definitely went out, and on Blind Faith, just hey, the R. Kelly album is out. I know it's going to be hot. Let me get it. Let me go ahead and sit up let me dedicate about an hour of my time and let me see what uh, this man has. And I wasn't uh, disappointed. Really didn't hear too many R. Kelly albums where I was disappointed. Like, oh, my God, this is a dud. Even the uh, last one. I don't know if it was the last one for him, but it was something like black panties or some shit. And I remember uh, people always make fun of R. Kelly. For saying, hey man, you know if you were born past, I don't know, 93, 94, 95-ish, definitely 2000, you was conceived to either some of R. Kelly's current music or some of his old music. I know I definitely didn't have him playing at the time, but he did have this song called I'm going to make your leg shake. I'm going to make your leg shake. Did the chopping screw with the voice and it definitely got the chemistry going, you know, for us to have that type of vibe, you know, as far as, you know, some real good ovulation and it got the vibe going to where, you know, just a good sexual energy because I don't care what you say. It's got to be some good sexual energy, man. You know what I'm saying? For that, uh for that sperm to just boom, just pop out. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gotta be really, really, really going at it because sometimes it can just drizzle down real thick or whatever and just not even uh make it. But you know, along with either A, waiting for about two weeks, which is hard to do if you got in-house, uh, usually something that can, uh, and I'm saying this from experience, usually something that can make that you know shit just pop out, just boom, shoot out is um number one you know uh, not to be too graphic but you being able to damn near somewhat touch the bottom as it is and then even still instead of it just dropping right there like a puddle for it to shoot out towards that egg like okay everybody it is it it is time headquarters is humping and everything is gone everybody it's time to evacuate everybody go ahead and grab your tails everybody grab a tail if you cannot grab a tail you cannot trail if you cannot grab a tail you are not going everybody move 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 now all i want to see is assholes and elbows this is the time for us to conceive the egg is ready and hot (laughs) and then everybody gathers up into that big ass damn chopper plane you know what i'm saying they get to flying over through them walls and then next thing you know it's like boom bow you finally release (laughs) after going through all that hot passion and love making that probably if that man wasn't playing has inspired you to have that type of passion in you Listen, you know that sperm comes out of you and because you got that passion. You know what I'm saying? That sperm comes out like hmm? go go super sperm squad go 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 it's a super sperm squad it's a super sperm squad Super sperm come to get the egg. This doesn't happen when you get some head. Now we're down to fertilize. Will it be a chick or will it be a guy?
1: Super
0: sperm squad. Next thing you know, you got a beautiful baby, and somehow, some way, if you're a guy like me that was born in 1880, 1982, <laughs> almost said 1882, but shit, at least we would have been free even by then then you can still say that R. Kelly inspired you. You know, you got some of your hump from R. Kelly. <clears throat> so that's what I've got to say as far as, you know, my feelings of R. Kelly as the artist, because I can never take away from his music. I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to say that um, it doesn't matter what we do. If we decide to buy CDs, I'm pretty sure the record labels got his shit on freeze. Or if we decide to stream his music, um, all this shit's gonna do is just go on his books. Raymond Noodles, they won't even let you smoke in jail. Our streams won't even get the man no smokes. Can't even smoke in jail. Who knows? Who gives a fuck? But. You can talk about whether you're going to listen to his music or not, but you'll never be able to publicly prove that you really went on strike and canceled the man, because when you listen to his music, you're listening to it in private, maybe with somebody in your car, but a lot of people just like to try to put up a front, so a lot of people, if they do listen to his music, they'll listen to it in private. Me, myself, addressing the um, part of whether I'm going to play his music or not, (coughs) I have no interest in really playing any of his music just to be playing it because I was literally about damn near like a like nine years old or some shit when this dude came out with Vibe 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 Girl you got it Teresa's got it Lisa's got it oh my god never mind let me stop Now I'm getting disgusted because I heard he used to hang out at that high school, Kenwood High School. And now I'm feeling like, you know, unlike DMX who was naming off grown ass women with bills, car notes, apartments, water bills, gas bills, light bills, health insurance, dental insurance, vision insurance, Daycare expenses. I start to think when he was naming them off, I think he was naming off some little ass girls. So let me not go there. <clears throat> but a lot of his hot jams, I played them and I played them out because even with me being a hip hop guy, R. Kelly was one of the few people that I played nonstop when I was in my R&B mood. I'd say top three people that I would just bump, just no, top five. I give like, you top five. Artists where when their albums came out, I ran them to the point of getting scratches and maybe having to get another copy. You kids won't have to deal with this. Your favorite album being on a CD that can scratch, and as soon as that CD scratch, mm-hmm. instead of hearing "Honey Love," you're hearing "Honey La 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 La." And it gets old to you after a while, so you decide to go ahead and get some alcohol, some peroxide alcohol, and a nice little rubbing cloth, get some of that dirt off of your CD, and that fixes the problem, and then you get them deep grooves. So my top five, as far as um, who I was bumping nonstop, number one, R. Kelly, number two, C number three mary j blige number four i'd say the first two boys to men albums because after that they really got soft to me and i know that's crazy because it's like r and they got soft really bruh. yeah yeah the first two albums at least had a little bit of flavor and whoo shame the devil shame the devil but yeah, 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 I'm going to have to put her in there. Because, see, I wanted to just try to be easy about everything and say Drew Hill. But, uh, you know, I bumped them. And then even still, it would be select songs that I kind of bump. And then I put them back in the CD case. I hate to say it, Aaliyah. Hmm? Aaliyah. The age ain't number the number that was produced by his perverted ass. And then the um, second album. Your love is a one in a million. It goes on and... With the Timbaland. You know what I'm saying? That whole album was the bomb. I'm really looking to find it. And I hate to bring her up. But I mean, hey, she's a part of the subject anyways. Which is, you know... Him basically marrying a 14-year-old. And getting the mother's consent. And even still lying and saying that she's 18 on the paperwork. So that they could get it off... and before i delve into that i'm like is there anything else i want to say about this man musically musically was genius musically even besides sexual songs you know put together a piece of the soundtrack of our lives i'm not going to say he made the soundtrack of our lives that would be like giving up the type of credit that you had to give prince for making the purple rain soundtrack but in the soundtrack of our lives around certain moments let's say that our lives had sequels and little prequels and all this and that and any given point in your life if you did a soundtrack for a year in your life before he just totally you know stopped making music and his hiatuses but when he was out when he was out putting out his music a lot of times there was a song or two that he had out whether it was a single or an album cut that could fit in with the soundtrack to your life musical genius even though he was kind of dyslexic and really couldn't read too good like um zoolander said it's going to be called what you gonna call it zoolander i'm gonna call it this school for kids that can't read too good yeah he would have been a student. like i said musical genius fam knew how to control your mood because you know sex me baby baby you know you obviously you know what kind of mood that gets you into but then step in the name of love you know all you want to do is just sit up here and grab a partner and two-step Chicago style then you sit up here space jam soundtrack I believe I can fly you don't want to dance you don't want to hump on nobody you just want to be inspired so now I know you're like this how you gonna kick it off yes because I'm not a hater all right, if you're looking for somebody to just sit up here and totally bad mouth somebody, you come to the wrong show. That's hater shit, all right? I'm just as fair as your mama was. I'm just as fair as your daddy was, which is I'm gonna talk about the bad shit you did when I get around your uncle and your aunties and them. I'm gonna tell them about how your grades is piss poor and how you're constantly breaking shit that you can't pay for around the house. But I'm also going to tell them about some of the positive things. So I'm just starting off with the positive because with the negative, I'm very blunt and outspoken. And when I get funky, I get funky like a bunch of, like, I get funky like an old bitch of Callie greens. It's the capital L-O-U-I-S. <laughs> S. <laughs> yes, I'm fresh. B-L-A-C-K. And I got a whole lot of shit to say. Had to take a moment. That was quite impressive. So... I hate the fact that he injected these self-inflicted wounds on him because it's gonna tear up his legacy at this point anybody my age slightly below my age like select 90s kids who eventually wound up hearing about R. Kelly and eventually were able to double back and hear his original stuff Just like with me, how there's certain R&B artists where I had to double back and hear some of their 80s music. And the first thing that I knew was certain songs that they put out and certain albums that they put out when I was a certain age. It's going to take a whole generation that just never heard of this fuckery to just hear the music and then pull up old news clippings to be able to kind of really stream his music with no guilty conscience or whatever. Kind of like someone my age playing Elvis. It's like, yeah, you heard of the perverted shit he did. Yeah, they should have said something to him too. But it's like, wow, you just weren't right there on the scene to see it. And I'm not saying that I fuck with Elvis, I don't, but I'm just saying some kid of a lighter shade. Still bumping, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. You know what I'm saying? Or bumping one of Elvis's classics. You know? Because I feel like, fuck it, if we're going to talk about everybody, let's talk about everybody. For a quick second, allow me to disrespect the fat Elvis, who probably wasn't even with that young girl at that point. You know, there was an unreleased song that he put out, which was kind of a remix of I'm All Shook Up. And, you know, at that point, he was fat, taking every drug known to man on this planet. If it was digestible, he was on it. And a lot of the times the hook went like, I'm on drugs. I'm all fucked up. Mm -hmm. 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 I'm on drugs. I'm all fucked up. Now let's talk about the nitty gritty. First of all, yeah, let me segue off of that. Guys like that, man, please. No type of flack, no type of leeway because his peers were into that. And they're like, hey, the man found legal loopholes. The man went to probably the one perverted state, which really makes me want to do some research. Like, which perverted state was he able to go to, if not his own, which is Tennessee, which no disrespect to my brothers from the 36 Mafia, or money bag yo, shouts out to him and his lady, and shouts out to his lady for getting him that land, that's another show, and you know, shouts out to young Dolph, yo got it, but uh, I ain't, you know, I couldn't put it past Tennessee having some laws like that back then. Back when some of the people I mentioned weren't even thought of. But somehow, some way, it was like, boom. And then he wasn't known for the crazy ass, crazy ass sexual abuse. Then you sit up here and you look back and you think to yourself, man, we're doing nothing but giving Uncle Murder content. For his year-end wrap-up. I can see it right now. R. Kelly got locked up. Bill Cosby come home. Fuck is going on? Bill Cosby spoke about the verdict. And he kind of had uh, you know, of course, with everything that he's been through, he kind of had the swagger of, you know, railroading the black man, all this and that. And I will partially disagree with Bill, just agree I will partially agree with Bill about, hey, you know, if they can railroad you, you can. But that's where my buck stops because you can't they can't do nothing if you don't give them anything to railroad about. Like and even with Bill's case, if you're not around some women doing some nefarious shit, eventually it's not going to stick. And as a parent, I can't agree with all that nefarious weirdo type shit that he was doing i'm gonna kind of keep it brief because you know the shit that he was doing is not for everybody's ears i can take it but some people can't so i'm gonna respect my listeners to a certain extent even though you did tune in to the lewis s black show and i don't want to sit up here and give you anything that you've already heard this is about the lewis s black opinion on the matter all of that foul weird crazy shit he did Whatever type of verdict they come out with, nine times out of ten, unless it's some crazy shit like a few years, which it's not, everybody's confirming that it's going to be decades. So when you say a decade, I'm no no Albert Einstein, but that lets me know ten years. You say some decades, that lets me know twenty to thirty. And this man is already in his fifties, So that kind of leads me to believe, like, you know, depending on how much they hit him with in New York, with this racketeering and sex trafficking and all of this other shit that they're hitting them with. Nine times out of ten, whatever they give him in New York does not play, baby. It's going to be like damn near giving him life. Because he doesn't have the money. They said worth negative two million. I'm going to like, OK, so some money then got sucked up in lawyer fees. I'm guessing when he probably was damn near getting ready to get found guilty, I guess them lawyers said, fuck it, we're gonna go into your uh, account and it's time to go ahead and pony up on what you owe us. Nobody works for free. Sorry you couldn't get off, Robert, but if doing too much was a person, yeah, that's you, buddy. I just feel like, you know, and I'm not wishing this on the man, but I just feel like, you know, it's hard to just, live a healthy long life under prison conditions and with what he represented which a lot of the folks from the other society can't stand which was and yeah i'm about to speak positively of him <clears throat> minus all of the weirdo shit and some of the passive aggressive shit he used to do towards other artists as a as a singer and as a sex symbol in a way, he represented the black, masculine, heterosexual, all natural man. You know, minus some of that weirdo, goofy shit. You know, you never saw him walking around in no pink thongs on stage. You know, every time the man spoke, the man spoke with some bass in his voice. The man walked up straight, back up straight. He carried himself like an all-natural man. And even with it being R&B music, which is supposed to be some of the softest music out there as a genre, the singing platform period, when you're doing that R&B, even still, masculine, I want to love you down. I want to do this. I want to do that. And they definitely, I'm pretty sure that they approached him, they definitely weren't able to get him to compromise. Unlike some of these weirdos out here, I don't think you would have ever saw sitting up here in no dress Mm -hmm. and then trying to make it seem like it's the new cool masculine thing to do Mm -hmm. or none of that sucker shit. And you got to realize music, he just wasn't putting out enough music. He sat up here and he did all of this nefarious shit which is time consuming. You got to sit up here and keep women kidnapped and you got to keep them under control. Eyes to the curb when you see a pimp walking keep that mouth shut when you hear a pimp talking all of that shit is time-consuming so the record label RCA (coughs) associated with Sony shouts out to Sony shouts out to when Michael Jackson owned y'all catalog and y'all decided to throw Conrad oh Kilrad I mean Conrad Murray I meant comrade comrade Murray a few dollars so that he could fuck up the medication and leave Michael Jackson in a permanent sleep. Yeah, shouts out to Sony. But they said that, you know, they're not going to release any more music. So it gets to the point to like where you're you're, you're no longer useful to these white folks. You're, You're not generating any record sales. You're not getting out here and in 2021, you know, willing to promote the homosexual agenda. And participate in the defeminization, or as my partner Tariq Nashik would say, mm-hmm. the buck breaking of brothers. Mm-hmm. You and, and and you know, and, and a lot of people aren't buying your old music, streams at best. You're useless to us. Lock him up. Throw away the key. He was sleeping with little girls. He's a pervert. He's a pedophile. He's a piece of shit. Throw him under the jail. I'll help you. That's all that was. You know, it was some sisters that helped bail him out a few times. You know, they got him on child support. And all of this is stuff that he brought upon himself. Lord knows what he was doing with his money. I'm not going to say anything bad about the accusers because now that a lot of this is going on, And some people may call me a simp for this, but I'm realizing after hearing so many stories how, as a woman, it's hard to come forward the very next day. Because, you know, as a man, I mean, there's only so many things a woman can do to violate me. But if a woman violated me on some crazy shit, I don't know. I'm not into that, but I'm just saying uh, got me drunk and pegged me or something. And then as soon as I come to, I got that, that uh, wobbly plastic thing in me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got male me too'd as a man that is naturally aggressive and naturally confrontational after I take a cold shower like the crying game and after I drink some good old Palmer sign, maple wood soaked, straight out the bottle to the neck. And after about maybe three days of me recovering and regaining my soul, uh, yeah, then I'm marching on down to the police station and along with, you know, getting back to work and trying to live my regular life, um, one of my missions is gonna to be to get this chick put up under the jail or get some dollars off for her or knowing me, cause I'm a, a petty motherfucker. Uh, First, I'm going to get some dollars out of her. Then, I'm going to still sit up here and try to get her ass put up in jail. So instead of maybe three years, you know, it would take me three weeks. But that's because I'm a man. And I'm starting to learn And something that I'm going to work on is to not think like a man when it comes to women's thoughts. But to try to see... Where their psychology leads them, and to basically think like a man when I'm dealing with women in the sense of when women and women are around, which is, hey, I will make sure that I take the lead in conversations, take the lead emotionally, take the lead in certain little situations, especially if it's something physical, you know what I'm saying? Get right behind me, I got you, that type of shit. So my heart go, my heart and my prayers go out to the victims. The first time that he pissed on Sparkle's cousin, <clears throat> that's when we all woke up, even though we should have been woke up when he married up Leah. I'm sorry, I try not to bring this woman up too much in my podcast, but shouts out to my mother because literally the album was fresh off the presses. I think I had a copy. And the songs were playing fresh on the radio in hot rotation. And I'll never forget, she was dropping me off at school and an Aaliyah song came on the radio. So hence, you know, it's a few minutes before I go in. So we're just sitting up and chilling and she gets on the topic. And she's like, Brandon, what that man is doing is not right. As a grown ass man past the age of 18. And definitely his age, and she broke down what his age was, you know, 26, 27, something like that. You are not to be marrying no 14-year-olds. So she kind of, you know, shouts out to Mama Black. She took it as inexperienced to teach. And this is teaching me something before my nuts even dropped. And she predicted it. She said, this man is already married a 14-year-old and lied and got a little certificate saying that she's 18. She said, this is not. And she predicted it. She said... Brandon, I like to make predictions. I said, yes, mama, what prediction you got now? Because a lot of them will come true. not going to get into the, the other ones because I don't even remember, but she would predict shit and it would kind of come through, especially when it came to uh, celebrity stuff. She said, he's going to wind up getting caught up with something and it's going to be another 14-year-old girl. May not even be this decade. Woohoo! hoo So, uh, blew my mind. And when the tape came out... I call him, hey mama, man, I saw that tape. Didn't I tell you back when you was in elementary school that man was a pervert and that in the future he was going to get caught up? This is the future. I said, wow. And for some reason, after getting found, or should I say case dismissed, because, you know, the girl decided not to talk, which I ain't stupid. I ain't know what that is. Sparkle got a nice brown paper bag because this is back when R. Kelly had his money intact because mine is probably getting sued by some wannabes for stealing the song or some shit like that. Dude still had some of that I believe I could fly paper and some of that R. Kelly the album paper, 12 play paper, uh, TP12 paper, great albums, you know, public announcement, money and all this and that. I feel like he gave Sparkle a brown paper bag And he gave that girl a brown paper bag that, if invested correctly, she probably still doesn't have to work. But she gets to live a regular middle class life in a little bitty house and just not have to work. Blah, 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 blah. I thought that was the end of it. I said, okay, this man's finna straighten up, fly right. The man got back out to putting out some good music. I thought that was the end of it. Then bada boom, bada bang. This docu-series comes out. Anybody that follows me and follows my man Buco Radio knows that we have the Cuban Cigar Crisis TV. And we did a whole episode about that. And even then, listening to me and my man Buco go back and forth on what was going on in 2019 and the allegations, I felt like we were, just like my mother, kind of making predictions that came to fruition. Difference is when he picked when he pissed on Sparkle's cousin, I was a young man, probably around about 23 uh, ish, maybe 24. <clears throat> I know I had a computer and it took a hell of a lot to be able to download some bullshit footage like that. And please believe I had to erase mm-hmm. that filth off of my computer after I was able to put my eyes on it and see what the whole world was seeing and see what the people in the court of law were going to be seeing. I thought to myself, like, wow, this dude is just back at it. He's got a problem. He just won't stop. Come to find out his sister, it's all public information, they put it out there, his sister Teresa molested him at a very young age, him and one of his brothers, and I'm not going to give an excuse, but I will give an explanation. And oh, yes, just the filth of it through my train of thought off. I was going to say now with what has happened and what's been going on recently, I have a six year old, a daughter. So as a daughter dad, I'm even more pissed off than I was even back then. So my explanation on a psychological level, and I think this is subconscious and this is like I said, disclaimer, Explanation. Not an excuse, because a good therapist could have got him through this easily. And I'll tell you how. He got molested by his sister. That's a female he's supposed to trust. That creates trust issues with females. He was young. He was vulnerable. Probably couldn't even fight back, depending on how much older than she, older than him she was. So now you've got adult R. Kelly. Who is not only physically big, because I mean, he wasn't no um, Warren Sapp or anything. I mean, we've seen the man, but definitely, you know, wasn't no small dude. Don't know his height, don't care, but you could just tell that if you want to fight this dude with the fact that this is a crazy dude from Chicago, that ain't no toothpick. He's not built like Kevin Durant, that you know that you better pack a lunch, and you're in for a long night fighting this crazy ass dude. So I feel like it's adult Robert that can defend himself physically and defend himself financially. Decided, I'm gonna get revenge for younger Robert that had to go through that, that probably couldn't fight back. So now I'm gonna take some younger girls that can't fight back. Mm-hmm. Hell, some of them may not want to fight back because I'm R. Kelly, I am the Pie Piper. (laughs) Pie Piper, alright, he was trying to tell you something, Pie Piper. Led kids to do what he wanted to do by playing the flute, Mm alright. Called himself the Pie Piper and walked around with a little Zorro mask on. Mm -hmm. Y'all thought it was cute though, entertainment. Mm -hmm. Had Robert Kelly been a regular dude catching the city bus? Mm -hmm doing some of the wild shit that he had done, you would call him the crazy dude that be on the 458 going to the Lockhart Station. Always on there with a flute and a damn mask on. We laugh at him, but we try not to get close to him. Heard the motherfucker whipped his dick out one time. Ain't trying to go through that. Dude was crazier than cat shit. And I feel like his way of getting revenge for young Robert was, like I said, abusing these young girls that cannot defend themselves against him in ways way more extreme than what his sister did. Fuck, you know, getting up in the bed and playing with your sugar. This man was going to the extreme. His damn wife admitted. He hog tied her, raped her, and then fell asleep after he got his issue off crazy shit. The man should have seen a therapist. A therapist would have told him to make a real deep song and to put it out there for everybody. Maybe for protection, don't say your sister's name. Hell. Don't even drop a beat. Or if you do, let it just be a piano so that the the listeners this is me if I'm his counselor. Uh, Kells, or can I call you Robert? Okay, Kells. Makes me feel like we have more of a bond. Kels. Just get somebody to play the piano. And we're not talking about no.
1: do No,
0: no, 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 no. We ain't got to get wild with this one. Some subtle key taps. Kind of like John Legend. We're just ordinary people. Real sort of like that. And I want you to get on that track. And you don't have to worry about doing a video for it because it's painful enough. And I want you to write down some of the painful things that we've talked about. Your sister molesting you. Your mother dying. All of these things. And I want you to let it out on the song that would be my advice only thing and if if i'm here in the future 2021 and it's already happened forgive me because i think now that i think about it i think he did something where i think he wanted to talk about the girls or something so i think he did some type of song that was confessional so if he hasn't done it already that's what i would suggest (laughs) But, obviously, because the more and more I think about it, I think he tried to use music as therapy. And as fans, we listened to the song on the radio, probably downloaded it or did what we could to get our hands on it. And we felt his pain and we was like, man, this man is being transparent. I don't know, I don't think music could be his therapy. So the other thing that I would do is I'd be like, man, let's do some exercises. Some mental exercises where You take yourself to when that happened, try to put yourself into a happy place. I don't know, i will come up with some psychologist shit and something to help mend that hell. It's his sister, unless she was deceased, best believe Mm -hmm. Counselor Matthews is getting her ass up in there. Me, you, and your brother, we gonna talk about this. Mm -hmm. And oh no, I'm just gonna charge a flat rate Cause I'm dealing with a million. I'm just going to charge a flat rate. So if we got to be in this motherfucker for three hours, that's fine. Just, I got to leave out of here at five o'clock so I can beat traffic. And we would talk about it. And I don't really know if that man sucked uh, sought therapy or not. Not going to make any assumptions on that because maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. As a father, Last point I want to make because I thought that this was going to be brief, but talking about him, I guess since this is the final thought and the final time that I feel like even taking breath out of my body to speak about this pervert on any of my platforms as a parent. Shame on you mothers. Mm-hmm. Some of you mothers didn't know because they said kidnapping. But shame on some of you mothers who sent your daughters out there, signed off, took a little bit of, you know, thank you money, signed off and waved goodbye like as if she was getting on a shuttle bus to go to day camp for three months and after the end of uh, summer, yeah, no, Waved off like as if she's getting ready to go to summer camp. Like she's getting ready to go to Camp Candy. Mm-hmm. And when she comes back, she's gonna have all kinds of crazy ass skills that you learn at day camp, like uh, fishing, basket weaving, you know, how to dry your clothes without a dryer, all kinds of shit. You're thinking she's gonna come back on some uh, Nature Girl shit. And in this case, you're thinking that R. Kelly's gonna bring her back safely with a damn record deal. And number one, you stupid ass mothers should have known how big do you think your girl's gonna be? Because R. Kelly managed females before. Not on not, not just managed, he put them out, he produced their beats. He put together their lyrics. You sit up and listen to them and you're like R. Kelly wrote this. He just flipped it up and wrote it from a female's perspective. Come on now. Shouts out to changing faces. Beautiful sisters and twins. Come on now. Do you mind if I stroke you up? I don't mind. Do you mind if I stroke you down? I don't mind. Tonight. Baby you feel so right, all right. Classic, just off the chain, screw-missing R. Kelly type shit hits. And then the one that he took even further and made a tad bit bigger, Sparkle. And fam, put his effort, he put effort into Sparkle. When a woman's fed up, had her in there, you know what I'm saying, throwing shit at him and all this and that. She had her songs. And Changing Faces and Sparkle is about as big as I've seen him take some females. So, you know, as parents, we are not only narcissists towards ourselves. Once we have these kids who look like us, maybe 50%, 75%, one of the biggest things going on now is uh, generations are skipping. So, <laughs> you know your daughter winds up looking like your mother <laughs> your son winds up looking like your granddaddy all this and that but still even with all that you look somewhat like them so you've got this kid and you're feeling they're a reflection of you and i think these women really think that their sister, that their little daughters were going to go way further than changing faces because my daughter's thicker than them skinny ass pencil eraser head looking broad it's
1: changing faces
0: only add two hits my daughter is beautiful mm-hmm. way better than that weird-looking sparkle chick and my daughter can sing. had her singing in the church since five years old you get up in there you go over to R. Kelly's mansion in Atlanta and I don't care if there's 50 women in there you hold your head up high like a true, true blue Williams woman. And you upstage them heifers. Within reason, whatever Mr. Kelly asks you to do, you do. I don't care if he wants to do the nasty. I caught you you back in the 10th grade, fucking all in my house. And I was a young boy that wasn't even employed. Mm-hmm. Mama, he had a part-time job at Walmart, and he was a junior, and he had a little car. But does he have R. Kelly money? Can he make a motherfucker believe that they can fly? Mm-hmm. Does he know how to make honey love? Mm-hmm. Does he know about 12 play? Mm-hmm. Can he tell somebody that they remind them of a jeep? That without offending the said person. So you get your ass out there. Don't be like your mother. i ruined my opportunities. I was supposed to be a big-time mattress. I was going to be up there with all them highfalutin bitches. Angela Bassett. Berry, Stacey Dash. Little Peanut Hat. Little Peanut-ass head. Little Lila Rashan. Fandy Newton, Regina King Ben Regina Hall, Taraji P. Henson putting me on a stage in a Broadway play and I'll upstage all of them heifers. But once I had you, my dreams of going to Hollywood and auditioning for some of those movies in the 90s. <coughs> yeah, that's
1: the cigarettes.
0: Such as Wade and Exhale. All of that got the rail. Don't you know that your mama was supposed to be playing the role that that big black chick with no hair played? Except the difference is I was going to have some hair. But you derailed all that. Then I got to smoking these menthol 100 cool king killers. My voice went to all hell. I couldn't sing no more. Couldn't act. Don't nobody want to hear no raspy ass bitch. Last time, a black woman with a raspy voice made it onto the scene and became a success. It was Wheezy. It was Wheezy from the Jeffersons. You remember Weezy from the Jeffersons? You remember we used to watch the reruns on TV Land all the time when you was a little kid? Yes, Mama, I remember. I can't do it anymore, but you still can, <laughs> Mama. It's okay. You know when you cry, I get to crying too. At this point, they're hugging, baby. This is when she wipes the tear off of her eye because she's got to be the stronger one. She's about 15 years older. (coughs) Yeah. All part two. She spits out some little guss in the ashtray. Baby, just promise me one thing. Your grandmother handed me this house over, and when she did, it was only about 20,000 old. And I've been, playing, I've been paying slowly, but slowly, but slowly. Now I'm down to about a cool little six grand. Just promise me that when Mr. Kelly gives you that highfalutin record deal, that you just help your mama pay off this house. Mama, this was grandmama's house and this is your house. Even if they only give me 30000 for my record deal, I will give you 10000 Just pay off this house. And maybe
1: pay off your car.
0: All right, baby. Well, there's the limo. Go ahead and make your mama proud. I feel like that right there is an illustration of how a lot of women sold out their daughters. And shame the fuck on you, because I'm sorry. I've got a little daughter she can sing a little bit excuse me bear with me and you know she's real good with instruments so I feel like if she keeps up at her pace then at one, one day 1626 somebody would love to pick up a talent that is a female that can sing that can rap that can play the keyboard and basically make beats and knows how to play drums on a drum set. And everything would be done under my supervision if a record label approached her, I would probably be with her, me and her mother. But if some young man, or hell, in the future, some chick looking like young M.A. approached us and asked for my daughter at any age, I don't care if she, well, I don't know, after a certain age she can kind of kick anybody's ass she wants to but just point blank these were young women so if my daughter as a young woman they asked for her hand to go to this little musical boot camp or whatever and i know your history or even if i don't know your history i would never send my daughter off with another man in the hopes of either a her getting a record deal just to make herself happy or b her to get a record deal Said so she can make herself happy. And make me happy. R.C. For her to get a record deal. So that she can make herself happy. And make me happy. And make her mother happy. Never would I send her along with any man. I don't care how sweet you are. Because most wolves wear sheep's clothing. This man that you're listening to right here. I'm a wolf. In wolf's form. Wearing a leather jacket. With spikes on the shoulder, What you see is what you get. What you see, what you see, is what you get, is what you get. And as a parent, <clears throat> let's say that you got a knucklehead ass baby mama that did this behind your back. But you're aware of your daughter. You're aware of your daughter and you know your daughter. You've seen her, you know, a few times here and there whatever. Y'all got a decent relationship. Whew. Let me tell you something. Before time runs out. If I were to find out. That my daughter were in Atlanta or Chicago. Held up. In R. Kelly or anybody's mansion. I am on the move. I'm strapped up like Rambo. Those little handheld pistols. Nine millimeters. Three fifty sevens. Forty cal's, Four fives. 50 cows, desert eagles, all that cute shit. <clears throat> That's just for me to get somebody up off and of be real quick. I'm coming in there strapped like Rambo and Arnold from the Predator movie. I got the chopper. Get to the chopper. I got the chopper on me on my back like Rambo. I got it to where the big old, super big old hollow tips are just going through and I'm just holding them. And once I figure out some information, because I'm telling you, I would tear those streets up to where I would be on the news. Local residents be advised, there is a pissed off father on the run, on the loose in the city of Atlanta. Six foot one, 205 pounds, African-American male with uh, slightly long hair. Be advised, he is armed and dangerous, but yet willing to listen. Please do not approach this man unless you have info or ammo. Please stay inside and please treat it like the quarantine and only go places you need to go. Grocery stores, work, daycares. Keep your kids at home. We will be discussing school closings. It's that bad. And they would have to lay me out on that property. Either I'm going to get to my daughter on my feet or they're going to carry me off of that motherfucker. But I already know no father would sign off on that, especially with R. Kelly. Especially with the fact that you seen R. Kelly piss on a 14 year old, take another young chick and eat her booty ho. Married a 14 year old, file false documents to lie about it. No father would sign off on that. And if you would, you're a piece of shit. Cause ain't no father more dedicated than Joe Jackson. And I guarantee you in a parallel universe, if someone like R. Kelly would've approached Joe Jackson to get Janet Jackson, Joe Jackson would've put a shotgun to that man's head. So he, he took advantage of girls whose fathers weren't around and they mothers weren't about shitting and they wanted to just, you know, live off the land and not have to work, but live good not knowing that please on a record deal with that dude that dude ain't finna let you get no bigger than he is if he has any control over it as a female artist if you become bigger than him it's because the public forced you to become bigger than him it's because we took it upon ourselves mm-hmm. to buy 10 million copies of your latest lp and then we did it again and again and we elevated you to beyonce status and realistically just like everybody's not gonna make it to the NBA everybody's not gonna make it to the NFL everybody's not gonna become a big rapper it was a hope and a dream and R. Kelly he played on that and R. Kelly was a piece of shit for that and I'm glad that justice is served and with the years that they're gonna give him he's off of the streets he's out of here there's plenty of more perverts out of here but you just don't have to worry about a pervert by the name of Robert Kelly it's been another episode of the Lewis S. Black Show, and that's my final thoughts on Robert Kelly, aka Kells, and best known is R. Kelly. What'd you say, like, shut the fuck up? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> hey! I got him back in the vision. No cataracts in my pupil. Don't understand my decision, so I don't need your approval. Fucking village, just like you see in the movie. But still, a motherfucking heap up. Stay low key like a Ceno. Hit no weave casino. Pocket full of the Back Back full of that primo, bad bitch. drinking no Pino and Margarita Bikinis in different cities. You seen me with bitches thick as Serena. Licking me, it's a hip. The seed of the line between a maniac and a genius. Fill up arenas, promoters. Take their ass to the cleaners. Two decades straight. A hundred show, hundred K at the gate. A night of peace. Cabinis bread bigger than me. Jeez. on the road to riches and diamond rings with real niggas move things on private planes. I said, you looking for me? I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Looking for me? I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Ride through the city, 100k on the seat. Shining like bitches in bikinis, Sunday day on the beat. Pray on the weed, never. I'm gonna find a way to stay on my feet. Hand on my heat, West Atlanta rubber bands on my band. Man, I be beefing with my daughter, man, I'm dealing with shit. And all my nigga country playing, going to kill her some shit. I put my bitch out like I'm Martin in my feelings and shit. Another day of a dope, 100 million legit. Okay, on the road Bitches, diamond ring, real nigga move things on private plane. You know I would trap a that early early. Can my money multiply, hurry back at every five Six five, we be riding on the highway, going higher game. Lookin' for me, I can sucker the deck in your little bitch ass. Fuck up I hit Melly, my your motherfucker being at it. Drummer, we ain't going back and forth. But the friend niggas something if you big cap, I want not listen to him. They get kidnap at when nobody paid A ransom for him. They never been a pawn always been the king. And I ain't never gave a damn what a nigga think. Fuck. On the road, the riches and diamond rings. Where real niggas move things on private planes. I and looking for me, I be sucker ducky your little bitch ass. Looking for me, I be sucker ducky your little bitch ass. Ride right through the city, hundred kids on the seat. Shining like bitches in bikinis, sunny day on the beat. Pray on the wheat, never. I'ma find a way to stay on my feet. Hand on my heat, West Atlanta rubber bands on my bankroll.